Welcome to the front porch with Lauren Mohorn. I'd like to welcome today's guest in our NI content generator at Pointer Rental, Brian Beaudry. Brian, welcome to the front porch. Why, thank you. Also, what is an NI content generator? Oh, darn. I thought we were going to skip over this, but no. I guess not. <laughs> um, so or is it pronounced the knee content generator? No, it is not the knee content generator. Oh, okay. It is more of a thing where you know I am concerned about AI taking over everyone's jobs and mm-hmm. uh, all of humanity and destroying the world. So. Uh, as opposed to AI content generators, which do exist and produce, I feel, not great content, I am mm-hmm. uh, natural intelligence uh, mm. content generators. So do you confirm every day that you are not a bot when you, like, come in to work? You um, know how you I think like that click? I do actually have to click on the I am not a robot thing on various things. Mm-hmm. So possibly. Okay. I'm not going to say every day, but many days. Okay. All right. Well, at least that's confirmed. I might be a robot today, though. Interesting. Okay, well, <laughs> let's move on <laughs> and see what happens later on in the podcast. Um, but yeah, let's start with the basics. Who are you? Where are you from? And why are we doing this? <laughs> um, I'm Brian. I come from, let's say, the desk right next to yours out there. Mm. Uh, let's see. What is it? That's that's my where I'm from. Um, and why we're doing this. Well... You know, sometimes guests don't always work out. Schedules don't That's always true. work out. Yeah. And summertime's hard too. Everyone's on vacation. It's true. And Not everyone. There you and I are both working. present. So sometimes you gotta make a show with what you have mm. and accept it. Gotcha. Cause like I've talked to you a lot and I feel like I know you probably don't know the answers to all these questions we're gonna ask today. Um, but also it's kinda nice to know who's behind the voice that everyone's hearing every week. With yeah, good so I'll, on things. I'll try to put some extra information behind things so that you're like, oh, that was a new thing. Mm. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, okay, first question, not on my list of questions for you. Uh-oh. Why do you have a banana with a baseball bat on your hat? So I'm not actually a super like supporter or watcher or super fan of the Savannah Bananas, mm-hmm. but I did follow Jesse Cole, their team's owner, um, and I really like his fans' first approach to Like you physically followed things. him or? Not physically, okay. just just on LinkedIn. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it would be quite a trip. But anyway, he, he mentions his fans' first approach, and it seemed really interesting. So I was like, you know what? I do want to order something and just see how how it manifests in their shipping process because mm. he, was, he was talking about that being interesting. And I found this hat that I kind of like. It looks pretty neat. And Can't confirm. It pretty did, neat. It did come with a little extra sticker. It came with a little extra koozie and like a little note saying it. And it was a friendly note. And I was like, oh, that is a really nice little experience. It's, hmm. it's nicer than just ordering a thing and having it shipped in a plain, plain old box. And what's the team that he's in charge of? The Savannah Bananas, of course. Oh, okay. In Georgia. So if you ever go to Georgia, would you go to a game? I would go to a game. They're also, they started a, a world tour this year. And by world, hmm. it was, I think, just a small part of America, but they are gradually expanding. <laughs> That's basically the world. <laughs> <laughs> they are expanding, so I do hope to go to a game someday. Okay. Well, if anyone has tickets to a Savannah Banana game or a plane flight from DFW <laughs> to Savannah that they're not wanting, um, hit Brian up. Yes. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's jump into like your job history and kind of what you're doing right now. Um, so I guess, well, even before that, what did you want to be when you were a kid around age 8 to 10? 
I was going to say, we ask this question all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think 8 to 10 was definitely like, you know, professional baseball player, professional uh, basketball player, and professional football player. I was pretty delusional. Okay. But this was like the time of like Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson. So this is when two sport athletes at the professional level were like a thing that existed. Uh-huh. But uh, I did not make it. So mm. therefore, I'm here. But you had the goal of if you were to be an athlete, you would be the three-sport athlete. athlete I mean, I, I think it's more a case of whatever one was like in season at the time and mm-hmm. I was really into. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think it was really, I can le- legitimately make all of these. Okay. So when did all of that fall apart for you? Mm-hmm. Pro- I would say I probably only made it until like maybe middle school. And, and that, was, that was about it. Okay. I was not particularly great at any of them. But, well, that's you know, fine. Did you at least make the team in middle school? Mm, nah. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> that answers like, the question. Something like B team. And yeah. like football, we did, I, didn't, I didn't really like organize, play it. So like sometimes we play tackle football, but we didn't like play with pads or I, I've never played with helmets or pads or anything like that. Okay. What did you use? Pillows or something no, instead? No, just hit each other and oh. fall over. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Explains a lot. <laughs> well, I, I tried to, I was very good at just like, I'm just not going to get it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, okay. So you're not doing that now. You kind of said middle school, that kind of petered out. So what did that kind of transform into after you decided that's probably not the path I want to take? Well, I mean, professionally, I I didn't know what I wanted to do for a really, really long time. So um, yeah, I mean, I got out of high school went to community college just nearby and it was like a half hour drive. And then there was just one semester where I had like a three hour break between each class. And that was, that was basically the end because mm. it's like, I, it's not enough time to really go back anything. home and come back. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit over here for the whole time. So occasionally I would go to my first class and then just stop. Mm-hmm. And occasionally I'd be like, you know, if I'm not going to go to the, <laughs> any of the other classes, I, I'm done. Plus I was like a teenager. I graduated a little early. So I thought I was, so smart and like it's I don't need to to worry about this everything's gonna work out great and, mm-hmm. ah, didn't didn't really do that so planning is difficult especially when you're young and you're like what am I gonna do with the rest of my life I don't know figure it out but that's not always easy so okay you're at community college what were you studying just regular um, basics or yeah I think so? it was just the okay. basics and with the goal of transferring to university at, at some point okay gotcha so it sounds like that is not the path that you ended up taking? No, no. What did you end up doing? Well, I instead uh, dropped out uh, at around that time. And as I, I had a series of events happen that basically led to me moving uh, moving back home. I had moved out to a little apartment in town as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then out of nowhere, a Marine Corps recruiter calls me up. And it oh, was weird because... Like called you on the phone? Well, called my parents' house. Oh, we okay. didn't have cell phones back in this day. Okay. Um <laughs> This was like the 1950s, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, he calls up and it was so weird because I'd been graduated from high school for almost two years. Mm-hmm. I, I would understand being on a phone list if it was around that time. Right. It wasn't really close to my birthday or anything, so it's not like I had just turned 18. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he just calls me and then does the whole like, is there a reason that you shouldn't come down <laughs> and talk <laughs> talk to me uh, a little bit more? And it's like, well, hmm, just lost my job. Just totaled my car. Yikes. Just uh, bro- broke up with my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> Living back at the parents' house. 
No, I really don't have anything going on. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he used that another time to say basically, why why shouldn't you uh, sign up and serve? And I think my literal reason that was actually written down by the gunner sergeant in charge there was didn't have anything better to do. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that is the reason that I joined. Yay, America. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ultimately, it worked out great. Um, it did provide great benefits and give me a few years to figure out what I, at least what I didn't want to do. Right. <laughs> and then give me an idea of, I did rededicate myself to education while I was mm-hmm. in there and realized, oh, yeah, I need to not, not be doing uh, nice corporal stuff for the rest of my life. Gotcha. Okay. So it sounds like it was a lot of grunt work that uh, you were involved in or dealing with people or what What were you doing in the Marines mostly? I was in supply, so it wasn't terrible. But when you're when you're in the lower ranks, basically anytime something needs to get done, mm-hmm. even no, like no matter how crappy it is, it's like, all right, well, you don't matter. Go out and do that thing. I see. Yep. So it's like, all right, well, mm-hmm. not great. Yeah. Okay, so you were like, I want to get educated so I can kind of get out of this and have some respect <laughs> um, from other people. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it's very weird. I don't like really being in charge of other people, but I also don't like having people that are the boss of me, mm-hmm. which made the military a weird decision to go into. But mm-hmm. oh well, it but, worked. Hey, yeah, at the time. Yeah, it sounds like it it, it, it kind of got you on the path to where you are today. So I don't I don't know anyone who would um, change yeah, paths I, to that. I, I appreciate it. It was it was a good time. I wouldn't say don't do it to anyone really, but there there are pros and cons. Yeah. So you rededicated yourself to education. So did you go and just like live in a library for three <laughs> years on a mountain or something? Or what, is, what does that look like? No, no. I just I just started back in school. I started going to night classes while I was in and uh, almost finished a degree. But then I got shipped. That was another reason <laughs> that I definitely left is I got shipped to uh, 29 Palms while I was like a month and a half or two months into a semester that was like a full load semester. Oh. And I was like... If we had, if you deployed me, it would have been okay, but you sent me to something that like didn't even need to have me there. And come on now. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, so I didn't realize you were doing night classes while you were still in the Marines. Yeah. Okay. I did have to try to bring up the GPA a little from when I just stopped going to classes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even withdraw from those the classes at community college. I was oh, like, really? This will never catch up with me. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. So what what did you end up? You said almost getting a degree. I thought you worked for university for a little while. Yeah, yeah. So then I did go to college once I got out. Okay. Um, uh, I, I used my GI Bill, eventually switched to post 9-11 GI Bill, which was nice because it paid for everything and oh. gave me a stipend. So I really had a lot of freedom to uh, explore and, and do things. I was going to go into urban and regional planning, and then um, I had a philosophy course and also the first class of the urban and regional planning uh, thing was also kind of philosophy and developing your um, design philosophy as far as like what you wanted cities to look like and stuff. And that kind of made me realize that like I really wanted to pursue things that were more my passion and and writing's a lot more of my passion. Um, So I was going to do creative writing, but then all those classes were night classes and I had a job working nights. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, well, what else can I do that writes? And so that's why I did journalism. And 
ended up doing marketing because every journalism class was full of someone from the industry <laughs> saying, don't do journalism. All of the jobs are going away. <laughs> it doesn't pay. Well, A, it pays really. They weren't saying it directly this <laughs> I was way. I say that's pretty encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't saying it directly this way, but it was like, yes, 50% of our office has been laid off in the past couple of years and mm-hmm. more layoffs are coming and we don't get paid very much and you are basically on call 24-7 because news can happen at any time. And it's like, wow, this really sounds unpleasant. Yeah. And did they know that bots were kind of on the way, the artificial intelligence stuff that you're talking about? Was that already I don't think that that was. I don't think that was really a topic, but it mm. was just like everything was getting condensed. Um, larger corporations were um, buying local newsrooms and then just shutting them down, and then they would just run whatever was from the higher up level mm. of things. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, all right, I'll go into marketing. I like to tell, you know, one one entity story, I guess, that way. Yeah. And you can still be creative with marketing. Like, that's yeah. the whole thing is enticing people. People get upset when you get too creative with, the, <laughs> with journalism. So I like I like the marketing part a little more anyway. That's fair. Um, did we skip over any other parts in your career that you want to talk about? Nah. I know you worked at Subway for a while, but that, I don't know. That was once <laughs> upon know. a time. Back, back in before my uh, military days, I had some fast food jobs. That, mm. that really jobs. shaped who you are today. <laughs> All right. Um, so, how many places have you lived? Hmm. Define lived, please, because um, not it, dead. Well, <laughs> I mean, like you can go to a vacation, and if you're mm. there for like a week, you that's true. You're living so there. lived for like, you have to have a like time. long enough to where you'd need a contract to live there. Or like, um, what am I saying? Like when you rent an apartment or yeah, something. Yeah. So, so you'd have to actually have a place. So, I was gonna say. So, I don't know if it counts for like military stuff because we had like. Tech school kind of types. Oh, well, there was right. tech school, and it's like we were there for a, a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't. I think I might have gotten mail there. I would. I would say if you get mail somewhere, then it sort of counts. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with that. How many places <laughs> have you gotten mail in the world? Hmm. A lot. I I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Washington, Oregon, California, New York, Arizona. Uh, North Carolina, Louisiana, Texas, um, and Iraq. Okay. What did you get in the mail in Iraq? Anything cool? Just some, like, care packages and stuff when I was deployed. Okay. That's fair. I wasn't just hanging out there for fun. That would be (laughs) a horrible vacation destination, especially when I was there. Yeah. It'd be nice if the Savannah Banana people, like, were like, we care about our fans, and, like, they knew you were a fan in Iraq, and, like, sent you bananas. Maybe these. They didn't exist back when I was Oh, <laughs> okay. So it would have been really tough. Well, nowadays, if, what was the name of, what's the managers of Savannah Banana? Jesse Cole. Following? Yes, Jesse, if you're listening to this. Who does not this. know me at all. <laughs> I just <laughs> came across this stuff on LinkedIn, and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I like it. Well, if he listens to this, he should find some uh, soldiers who are deployed right now and send them some Savannah banana swag. There you go. Anywho, um, well, that's impressive. I forgot to count how many that was. There's a lot of places. A I, lot of places. I don't know. Okay. I lose track. We can. There's put also that like in Northern California and Southern California, and different places in mm-hmm. Oregon and different places in Washington. So. Okay. So more than this many mm-hmm. for everyone who is listening. Until. <laughs> Finally bought a house a few years ago. I had average like a move every two to three years for my entire life. Whoa. 
do you recommend doing that or like you got I, to see a lot of the world or I was going to say again it has its pros and its cons like I don't have well part of it's that there wasn't social media so we didn't really have that way of connecting mm-hmm. but yeah I don't have any like lifelong friends or anything that I, that you I think grew you up can with develop along yeah <laughs> yeah so that that's a downer but it is nice to go and experience a lot of different places and see how a lot of different places work mm-hmm. all right um, so how did you, throughout all of this, end up at Point of Rental? Well, <laughs> I lost my lost my previous job. Um, it, the writing was kind of on the wall. I didn't exactly understand what had happened, but it was like I was getting to the point where they were just like rewrite this, and I would I asked like what what is the issue? What's the problem? Right. What What's how can reason? how can I make it better? What 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 can I do to improve it? They just said needs to be in by tomorrow, <laughs> and would mm-hmm. not give me any inclination on what they were looking for, what the issue was. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, eventually lost that job, and I was looking around for a while. Again, I'm not a natural networker, so mm-hmm. it's pretty tough for me to uh, just find stuff. So it's a lot of um, just applying online. Yeah, and I eventually came across a point of rental thing, and applied and. Got a little, I had a two-week trial run because um, my employment history at that time did not look like I was going to stick around at a job. Sure. So luckily, they, they liked what I did over the first couple of weeks, and I've been here for almost six years now. Woohoo! Well, congratulations. Is that the longest other than Marines, I nope, assume? No, even longer than Marines. And oh. they didn't even have to you know, <laughs> threaten me with jail if I left Right. <laughs> well, congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, so what, what does day-to-day life look like as an NI content generator? What do you do? (laughs) I don't know that there is a a day-to-day life. It's, it's mostly writing stuff and responding when people are saying, Hey, can you, I I have this thing that I want to communicate. Can you make it nicer sounding? Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's a lot of that. And then occasionally there's larger projects that we get to have a, a bit more fun with. And if it's really, really slow, then sometimes I'll get to say, hmm, I saw a fun thing recently. I wonder what that would look like if Point of Rental had a thing that was kind of like mm-hmm. that. Let's let's try to do that. So you're generating content, not just writing, but also in videos and podcasts and kind of other fun things. That's me. Hmm, Okay. Very cool. So you're not planning cities or anything, but you're kind of planning the future layout of Point of Rental. Uh, sure. Let's pretend that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so I have in here you and Thomas, who we spoke to a few months ago, mm-hmm. um, uh, are, which I'm blanking on what his job title is. Web developer? Designer? I don't know. I, I don't actually use anyone's job titles. Oh, I'm just okay. like, mm. Well, he, he does computer things. Yeah. If you don't know who he is, just Google Thomas and see what comes up. <laughs> just Thomas. Don't use his last name. <laughs> or look at look within our uh, podcast history. Um, but anywho, you and Thomas started around the same time about six years ago. What is your favorite Thomas memory from the last five plus years? Darn it. I was going to use a joke here about uh, who's Thomas, but it doesn't oh. really work with me <laughs> having made mention of it before, so That's I won't fair. do that. Um I don't know. I have I have a lot of good Thomas memories. Um, 
but I'm trying to come up with one that doesn't involve him being made fun of or having a prank in, mm. at his expense. So, but I'm not sure if there are any of those memories. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, we love Thomas. I did enjoy interviewing him and then getting to create his like mishmash at the end of the episode where it, I turned it into like <laughs> he finds New Yorkers really rude even though he's killing them like 10, 10 <laughs> per day. I'll have to read this to that. <laughs> I, I don't remember that <laughs> particularly. Well, it was a mishmash of two different quotes, but yeah. Mm. Okay. I was like, I must have really slept <laughs> through that interview. Wow. I, I have no recollection of that. Um, okay. That's fair. Did you and Thomas ever battle it out for longest? Well, I guess you're not the longest pointers on the marketing team. Lauren's been here longer, yeah. technically. We never would. Mm. Yeah. It's tough to compete. Do you beat him in ping pong at least? Uh, usually, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, there have been some, a couple of times where he's beaten me, and that that was not good. But usually I beat him. Okay. Well, we probably will just cut that out so that way Thomas doesn't get too big of a head with hearing that he sometimes beats you a exactly. couple of I times. Exactly. I was going to say <laughs> that my my favorite Thomas uh it's not an actual meme, but you know, within the marketing team, mm. meme is is him talking about how humble and how humility is his greatest asset and all that. That is true. He is pretty humble. It is. It's true. Except when it comes to his humility. <laughs> exactly. That's what makes it great. Um, do you have any projects that you're working on currently that you're excited about, or any that are I'm not coming in the future? Anything. Okay, that's fair. Are there any that you're just kind of like doing that you're lukewarm about? Hmm. Maybe slightly above average. In the excitement level. I definitely did not notice this question in advance. And it was not on there. I just Okay, it. well, <laughs> I didn't have anything. I am excited about the hackathon coming up. Um, we did get to do a lot of fun stuff um, to promote that. But other than that, let's see. Gosh, I feel like I'm forgetting something that I should have said, and someone's going to listen to this and be like, wow, you didn't say that, Brian? <laughs> I feel like they could say that about anything. That's fair. Um. But yeah, I, I I can't think of anything. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I'll just plug our international conference nonchalantly. Good. Yeah, that's going to be cool. <laughs> Andrew. Show up to it. Yeah, Andrew, <laughs> put in our ad here. I wish I were somewhere warm. Wow, where am I? You're at Point of Reynolds International Conference in Arlington, Texas. This place is amazing. You too can enjoy Point of Reynolds International Conference this October. Register today at conference.pointofrental.com to reserve your space for extended software education, one-on-one learning, industry networking, great food, and fun. That's conference.pointofrental.com. See you there. Okay. Um, so, do you, speaking of, well, <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with that, um, I'm just going to transition into this now. I was going to say, you can go with like the worst <laughs> possible transition. Speaking of the International Conference, and then just say whatever the next question. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the International Conference, do you prefer road tripping with your family or Andrew? Yeah, I saw that Andrew had put this question in there. And there are actually pros and cons to both. So the con- the biggest con when traveling with Andrew is... Maybe give some context as to when you're road tripping with Andrew. Oh, I mean, sure. So Andrew and I usually, we often take the truck out to the ARA show with the booth in it and and set all that up. Um, We've also gone at least one time 
to uh, a customer site to do a case study video, which was it, super fun to do. Um, the negative, the biggest negative is that he has celiac. So it, and my favorite foods are all super carb heavy mm-hmm. and I love cheese. Mm-hmm. And really my perfect meals are a bacon cheeseburger mm. and um, a pizza or calzone with, uh, sausage and, and bacon and all the other kinds of meats. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much exactly everything that he's not allowed to have. So mm-hmm. I'm a little bit limited on, on what I can have. But I don't feel if, I, if I'm if i on a trip with Andrew, the company is paying. So I don't have to worry about costs, which is a big pro on the, mm-hmm. on the side of trip uh, taking trips with Andrew. Overall, I will have to say I would rather go with my family. Okay. Because you can have bacon cheeseburgers with your family <laughs> on road that, trips. That's the main reason. <laughs> yes. That's fair. Um, do you plan on going any road trips with Andrew or your family anytime soon? Or Andrew with your family? <laughs> <laughs> um, as far I think trips with Andrew, because they're company related, I think I would have to ask if this is going to come up. But it would be great to go to some more customer sites and do some hmm. more. Some more interviews. That would be fun. Yeah. That'd be great. I'm sure if anyone's listening and wants Andrew and Brian to show up to uh, interview them. Yeah, let me know. Marketing at pointofrental.com. Woo. Okay. So tell us about the SM bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I made a mistake of telling everyone about this as a two truths and a lie because no one would believe that I would go to one. Uh, once upon a time when I was in the Marines, after I got back from Iraq, uh, I took a few weeks off and headed down to Australia where I stayed in a hostel and my kids don't drink uh, too much, don't binge drink, but I definitely binge drunk. <laughs> and the, the bar we were at had closed down for the evening and we still wanted to go out and, and keep drinking. So someone said, oh yeah, I heard that there's a, a bar down the street. And so we, we went, we just walked. There's a couple of uh, Canadian backpackers, myself, hmm. and another, I think an English backpacker as well. This is a very odd start to a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we walk in, and there's people dressed in less than you would normally see at a bar, and hmm. many are wearing leather. There's a person on a leash crawling around, hmm. and it's like, well, I guess let's... We'll order one drink and then we'll leave. (laughs) And when we asked the bartender for the beer, it seemed like they had never had a request for an actual beverage before. Hmm. Uh, That we probably should have left then, but we did finish. We did have one drink and then we left and it it was just weird. Did you go to another bar after that or were you all just like, we're done for the night? We did find another one, I think, Mm, but... Yeah, I think the accumulated amount of drinks had kicked in by that point. I don't remember. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully if you ever find yourself in a situation like that, you actually end up at an M&M bar or something. Ooh, and that's um, a good idea. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's a thing, but that'd I mean, be great. there's M&M stores in, like, Las Vegas. Yeah. Maybe. They should make, like, M&M bars <laughs> for adults, but not in that way. I mean, time do- time doesn't exist in Vegas, so... You could just go drinking like earlier and then stumble into them <laughs> and terrify some kids. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so what is the story behind all of your many, 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 many bobbleheads and toys that you've got on your desk? 
Well, I don't feel like there's that many. It's more a case okay, of just many, many. I don't <laughs> want to keep all of these kind of things at home. Mm. So I have a little extra storage here. So <laughs> let me just throw them on my <laughs> desk. Uh, most of them are things that I got at uh, Dallas Comic Con with. Uh, I'll, I'll head down there with one of my friends from a previous job, and and we go and you know see what they have there. I look for the cheap old toys because I'm not really that much of a comic enthusiast. Mm. It's just like, oh hey, there's some old Ninja Turtles. I remember those mm-hmm. from back when I was a kid, and they're used, but. They're only a dollar. They're only a dollar instead of like fifty dollars because it's like, oh, this is super cool, like Mm -hmm. limited edition. And I'm like, I'll take the one dollar one and I'll get four of them. So I have a weird version of each of them. And then yeah, it's just whatever things spark some memory and are cheap and fun. Hmm. Okay. Sometimes they're gifts. Do you have a favorite of all of your I do not have a favorite. I are like them all. Action equally. figures, bobbleheads. There, there are many things. things. There are action figures. There are bobbleheads. There are just little weird statues. Okay, gotcha. So if people were to just show up and bring you little weird statues, hmm, um, I, I don't know how much. What's your policy on accepting them? I don't know them? if those would get accepted. It, it depends on if it's something that, like, I identify with or vibe with, mm. but. If it was a friend, then I would be like, oh, this reminds me of this friend, so I will will keep it. Okay. All right. Well, everyone listening, you have a challenge now. (laughs) (laughs) Great. My my desk definitely needs more stuff on it. (laughs) Okay. Um, Oh, last question for this section. What is your favorite Point of Rental video that you've appeared in? Wow. Yeah, there's a lot. (laughs) Let's play all of them right now. (laughs) Um. The one that's coming to mind, obviously, is the one where Thomas and I were fighting, because that's mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. I also liked Ben having getting mauled by a bear. That was good. Yes. Um, all of these are not shared publicly, so no <laughs> one will know what... Well, I guess if there are pointers, they will know. Yeah. But, yeah, I think... So anytime there's violence involved in a video, you're, you remember I, those. I those like the your... violence, and I like the... I can't believe that they're letting me do something this ridiculous mm-hmm. uh, videos. Those are those are the ones that stick out. Okay. I'm assuming that this next question comes from Sarah because of the spelling of favorite. There's okay. an extra U added in it. But the question is, what is your favorite snack? What is my favorite snack? I'll say for – I'll just go for road trips. Road trips okay. is my favorite snack. I like – Fruity candies. So I like mm. your Skittles, your Sweet Tarts, your Shock Tarts, your Spree, Chewy Spree. Anything that, because those things will keep you awake. They, the tartness mm-hmm. wakes up your mouth while you're, while you're trying to drive. And I'm, if I'm driving on a road trip, then it's usually about a 12-hour road trip to, say, my parents' house. And you got to start early if you want to get there <laughs> <laughs> relatively early. So. Yeah. So you need the sugar high mm-hmm. to keep you going. Okay. Ch- chocolate, not great for a road trip because it's all melts. I mean. What about runts? Runts, that's the other one. Yes. Thank you for bringing okay. those up. I was trying to think of what they I'm, were called. I'm so upset because Winco um, did not have them in their bulk section the last time we were mm. getting ready for a trip. And I'm like, that's my thing. <laughs> you can't take that away from me. All right, Winco, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the runts. <laughs> 
I used to only get them at like there's like a salad bar in Arlington and <laughs> they would have rents that you could get. I guess it was I technically fe- at the ice cream I f- I portion feel like, of the salad okay. bar. <laughs> I was gonna say I feel like you're at Pawnee in this thing. Where it's <laughs> like, yeah, this is a salad here. Um yeah, that place no longer exists. Oh. Sadly. Um but who knows, maybe one day mm. the candy salad will come back. <laughs> um why do you like Click venture so much. Also, maybe explain what a click venture is. Well, a click venture is a thing that existed. I don't know if Clickhole still exists, but it was like a spinoff of the Onion, that like satirized clickbait sites. Basically, it was really Buzzfeed. But click ventures were a way of telling a, a choose your own adventure story. I, I grew up with choose your own adventures, and they're super fun. It's it's more entertaining than a a regular story. You get to choose where you're going. And I always like to have options and paths. So click ventures were a way of doing that. And again, you get to get really, really silly. And that's what I like. It's a silly interactive bit with the internet rather than just playing a yeah. serious video game or whatever. Yeah. I like it too. Um, and you've created some for Pointer Vinyl? I have. They, they are not online anymore, I don't think. Oh. But mm. um, they still exist. And if we do start launching this section of our page, I just – the problem is is that having all of the things might take up too much space on the page and cause everything to mm. slow down, and we don't really want to, like, negatively impact the actual business side of our business. That's fair. Yeah. But – could it be something that you do for, like, the international conference or, like, special events where it's just up for a small amount of time just breaks everything for a few weeks? Mm. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I always that's, – that's another part of my job really is just, like, I have an idea. Let me take it to people like Scott and Thomas and Andrew and who actually know a lot more of the technical specs and mm-hmm. everything and what I would need to actually – work through and the technical issues and say, is this possible? Mm-hmm. How would we do this if we were doing it? And what are the, the challenges that we might need to overcome? Hmm. Is it worth spending? Is it worth it? Yeah. Is it going to take two years to do this simple thing that's just a really small joke? Because then it's probably not worth it. But if it's easy, then hey, let's go for it. Hmm. It helps keep things interesting around here for sure. So how did you end up getting into baseball? Um... I mean, I think I just got into baseball like as a child. Uh, I grew up in mostly in Southern California. I was actually born in Washington, but at, when I was a toddler, we moved down to Southern California. And I remember every night after I would go to bed um, or after my parents put me to bed, I would turn on my little clock radio and listen to Vince Scully on the radio, and I would listen to baseball games like under my cover like <laughs> every single night for the entire summer. Interesting. You were, like, two years old at this point? <laughs> no, no, like, that was definitely definitely when I was, like, five to at least nine, ten. Okay, gotcha. This is what helped lead up to your I'm going to be a three-sport pro. <laughs> yes, I was definitely, that was definitely, like, prime, I'm definitely going to be in baseball years. And then later on, it was more of the other, okay. other sports. So was this, like, a, a situation, w- like, in your house where you were not allowed to listen to baseball at all? And so you, no, like, it was, secretly, like, <laughs> listen at night of, under your covers? It's your bedtime. Go to sleep. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> that makes more sense. I didn't know if this was, like, a um, 
no, no footloose situation yeah, we or did. something. There's no, <laughs> There's parents no are baseball not anti in this house. <laughs> okay. Makes more sense. Um, all right. What is the craziest thing you've ever done? Realistically, probably the most crazy is, as I mentioned, like after, after dropping out and, and moving back in with my parents, um, I was online, not dating, but there's some message boards. I, I talked to s- some people on there. Um, I would sometimes call them. This is back w- before cell phones, so we had to use, like, calling cards so that we wouldn't get crazy long-distance rates. Mm. But so I, at some point after I had actually signed up for the Marines, but before I w- went into to boot camp, I moved across the country to meet a girl that I, I was interested in um, with, like, couple hundred bucks in a bank account and no real plan. I, I just hopped in a Greyhound and and went from Washington to Ohio to Arizona because there was a, a little <laughs> bit of a time where we were in Ohio and then uh, uh, she was okay. going to school down in Arizona, so I joined her there. Gotcha. And this was all like in a month or so span because I feel like that, boot that, camp stuff happens pretty quickly. So you could sign up for – like up to a year in advance. Oh, okay. It was called the delayed entry program, I think. So gotcha. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that that is. And again, this was like 2002, so there was there were a lot of people signing up after the mm-hmm. September 11th thing. So right. Okay. Huh. Well. Um. I would say going moving across country as a kid with no plan and with no plan only and just a couple bucks. hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. To go see a stranger. Yeah, that would be kind of crazy. Yeah, I didn't really. I don't. Maybe catfishing was a thing, but luckily <laughs> it was. We had actually done like phone calls and stuff, but yeah. It, That's fair. It was, looking back on it, I probably wouldn't let myself do that. Yeah. But, or like your daughters or anything. That oh, might be. Oh, definitely not. Bit <laughs> <laughs> much. Okay. Um, what really annoys you? Uh, there are many things that annoy me, but honestly, most things. Most things that annoy me don't actually annoy me. I just like to pretend that I'm annoyed. That was a good way of not <laughs> answering the question at all because I'm also you annoyed don't by, want. I'm also annoyed by evasive uh, answers. <laughs> <laughs> now, the only um, things that really annoy me are people that aren't trying. Okay. Just, just like to be nice or acknowledge the other person, really. That's fair. Um, what is your greatest fear? Um, I don't think I have the bit like basic anything that's not a normal fear. Uh, I think if we want to go deep with it, then my only real fears, like personally, are being a burden on others, and my only fear, like outside of myself, is something happening to my family. Okay. That. Yeah. Hmm. I was going to say that I can't stop, but it's like if I can stop and I'm not and I don't stop it, then that would make it a thousand times worse. So I, I don't know. But hmm. yeah, just anything happening in my family. Okay. It is not something that uh, <laughs> I will have any chill about if Lauren tries to prank based on that. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, yeah, I think the intent of this question was to come up with a way to prank you with something. But yeah, I don't think yeah, it's, either it's of those not are a good joke. we would do. Um, is there anything that you would like to be pranked <laughs> with that is your <laughs> that is a fear, maybe not your greatest fear? Um, 
Not really. I think that generally, generally, I think my role is always to provide balance. So when we played that prank on Thomas with the cockroaches, mm -hmm. I generally find cockroaches gross and, and disgusting, and I wouldn't really want to go around them. But because everyone was acting like freaked out, except for you, you were to totally excited about it. You're like, oh, yeah, I love these things. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, you know what? Since every, they were it, Madagascar if all these cockroaches, not just your regular water cockroaches, by the way. Yeah. Continue. Which actually makes them a little less creepy because they don't have the wings and they can't, like, jump at you. So mm -hmm. it's like, mm -hmm. okay, well. And I was like, well, Jules is fine with it. And also everyone else seems scared. These You'll people got to be out. less scared. I got to mm -hmm. I gotta join the side of the, hey, this isn't This, this is cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, um, I appreciate so, that. Yeah, I don't think I really have anything <laughs> other than those things that I'm super proud Okay. Of. Well, team, I failed. Don't don't make me an invalid, please. <laughs> we'll, we'll come up with something. Also, I don't think I explained at the beginning, but most of these questions were provided by the rest of the marketing team of questions that they wanted to hear from Andrew, so... That's yeah. or from, from Brian. From Brian. But what Andrew wrote a lot of them. He is. I think but I saw his name on the Normally question. I ask the questions, but I didn't want to ask myself questions. That would be weird. That's true. Um, so if they seem sporadic or random or very Thomas related. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's Andrew's fault. <laughs> yes. I don't think Thomas asked any questions about Thomas. Oh, he didn't ask what's your favorite Thomas memory? I guess not. No, I think Andrew did. Mm, okay. That's fair. Okay. So uh, what created your passion for writing? I don't know that there's a creative. <laughs> uh, I've just always kind of liked it, especially like humor writing. The only thing that I can really, one of the, my earlier memories is in like kindergarten or first grade, just writing something that I thought was funny and then a classmate or something found it and thought it was funny and like read it out loud to everyone else. And that was like, that was really fun. Mm -hmm. uh, I was always kind of the... I was never the class clown, but I was like the person who would sit by the class clown and make jokes under my breath, and then uh, they would say the same thing over, and they would get all the laughs, and I'd be like, okay. I know I'm the funny one. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, good. That one was funny. All right. Huh. So, never mind. That's great. <laughs> you can ask whatever you want, Jules. That's true. Um. I blanked on my question, though. Yeah, I don't remember what I was going to ask. Oh, I was going to ask if it, like you had read like comic books or just comics in the newspaper or anything Oh, for sure, up. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the things that I lament now is that uh, the newspaper subscription has kind of gone away. And my, my family always had a newspaper subscription. I always read the comics. Um, this was back in the day of Calvin and Hobbes, and I was definitely super into Calvin and Hobbes. And The Far Side, those were my two jams, which... I have bought all of the books of all of those, so I do have those at home for oh. for my family to read. But I didn't realize that they were in books now. They just like compiled I mean, all the comics. Into yeah, a yeah, book? yeah. Oh, okay. I have the you know the the deluxe fancy set of of Calvin and Hobbes as well as a bunch of ones mm. that I don't mind if the kids mess up because mm -hmm. they're more of the paperbacks. That's fair. So, did you ever have a dog named Hobbes? Not Hobbes. a dog. Uh, we we couldn't really have those. My mom was allergic to dogs and cats. Mm. So, but okay. I did have a, a stuffed tiger that's named Hobbs. Oh, okay, that's fair. Someday you'll have a real tiger named Hobbs. Um, I don't want to pay for the feeding a tiger, mm. but okay. I'll I'll have a spiritual <laughs> tiger named Hobbs. There you go. <laughs> um, if you had to choose another career besides being a natural intelligence content <laughs> generator, um, what would you want it to be and why? 
Well, I'll assume that instead of just content generator, it would be more like just marketing type yeah. stuff. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll exclude myself from those. And I think I still probably would like to do urban regional planning. That was, it would be really fun and interesting. I, it has a lot of the uh, creative aspects of, of this job, but it also brings in probably some more of the the math and design things that I also do like. Okay. So I'm just going to pitch an idea to you for whenever this may or may not happen in the future. Lazy rivers instead of sidewalks. Just Ooh, that's a good consider one. that. Okay. Um, Maybe they can do that in, like, San Antonio, right? I mean, they already have the river yeah, walk, the river so walk. you can... I think Schlitterbahn is close enough by. They could probably connect it there. They, they could do a, yeah, they could do a, a branded version, and they can yeah. incorporate that into yeah. it. If Tesla's doing their weird <laughs> Tesla tunnels underneath, why can't you have, like, lazy rivers above all the tunnels underneath the cities? Good idea. Just a thought. Thank you. Um, what's something you wish that you'd learned earlier in life? Oh, gosh. Uh, many, many things. It. My parents are, are smarter than I thought when the, I was a teen. Mm. <laughs> Probably mm. listen to them more. I don't know. It, it's a lot of things that come up whenever I'm talking to, to my kids as well, where it's like, I know you're not going to listen to this because I wouldn't have listened to this and I didn't listen to this, and but you should listen to, right. <laughs> to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I don't know. It comes up with a lot of things, but I can't think of a specific. Okay. Well, I think that's a good general advice. Um, and how did learning it, <clears throat> excuse me, and how did learning it mold your life? Hmm. I don't know. I just have started asking uh, my parents a lot more for their advice as I as I've gotten older. Um, I can't remember specific times, but it, it's been helpful as far as figuring out. Yeah, I'm on the right track, or if if I'm going too crazy. Yeah. Well, and even just like developing a relationship with your parents as an adult, like yeah. what does it look like, and yeah. Um, okay, so being a parent is a lot of work, I would assume. Um, raising a child who is... You will learn soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and raising a child who isn't yours biologically is even different. Um, what is it like stepping into the role of father for your oldest daughter? Super weird. <laughs> okay, it's fair. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, especially considering, uh, again, she's, she's a girl, and we adopted her at 14, Mm-hmm. And I'm just aware of how many creepy, creepy people there are out there. So it's like, ah, I don't know what level of affection to show that's going to mm-hmm. not be weird. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it's been totally really, really cool because my wife had a pre-existing relationship with her. So she knows her really well. And it's, it's really been really been good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just it's just awkward navigating that. I don't really know you that well, and also just that gender dynamics type thing. Yeah. Were y'all expecting to adopt anytime soon? Like, was that in your plan, or did that just kind of fall in your old's lap? Uh, yes and no. I mean, for a while, there was the possibility of it, so we were definitely wanting to, mm-hmm. um, but we didn't know if it was going to happen, and it became an opportunity, and, and it was possible, so mm-hmm. we went for it. 
and she seems to get along pretty well with your younger daughter as well. So yeah. that's that's helpful. Yes, <laughs> as well. She's familiar with having uh, other siblings, and and she had a, younger sisters and stuff. So okay, yeah. and and Karis super excited to have a sister. She's like always like asking her to do stuff and mm-hmm. <laughs> cheering her on, and it's really cool to see. Okay, so not like in like like slave do this for me <laughs> kind of thing. No, no, no. I don't. I don't think that would go. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, do you have any advice for someone who may be interested on a similar path of adoption, guardianship, fostering? I would ask other people besides me, <laughs> because <laughs> Why is that? it's a very specific circumstance. Case, that yeah. yeah, my wife had known her for since she was born, really, for mm-hmm. and really had seen her for several years and had already built that relationship really well. So Okay. So y'all were kind of a special case thing. Like, normally people, like, enter into this and it's years before they can actually... Yeah, it, it wasn't, like, a, a foster uh, where adopting a stranger is, is, hey, we know this person that mm-hmm. needs some some parental help, so... Right. And we have an, and we have the resources to do it, so okay, we should. So if you're in a special case like Brian has been, <laughs> reach out to him. If not, he may not have the best advice not, for you. Reach out to some other people. You probably know more people than I do. Eh. Okay. Um. Well, oh, since you like to read a lot. Oh gosh. <laughs> this Thomas, is this question. is a terrible question. <laughs> Um, since you like to read a lot, could you recommend a few books for people who speak English as a second language? I don't know how to determine the difference between a book that's good for someone in general and someone who's speaking English as a second language. Um, since Thomas is the one who asked this, I know, and since he is so humble, I would like to recommend How to Be Perfect to him. Uh, it's a fairly recent philosophy. It's more pop philosophy written by Mike Schur, who um, is is the producer between behind many of my favorite shows, which are, you know, The Office and Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Good Place, all of all of which are pretty good. So it, it's a good and interesting book. Did you learn how to be perfect after reading it? I did. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. I'm, I'm still not there, but <laughs> a big part of the philosophy of it is that we're not, we're not going to be perfect. The best way to be human and to be perfect is to continue to get better and to continue to care and hmm. continue to just keep trying. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you like pineapple pizza? <sighs> like is a strong word, but I, I like it well enough. I don't have, I feel like I had to develop a willingness to eat a lot of things. Cause you know, when you have like a, a pizza party or something mm. and you don't know who's ordering it necessarily. But if you develop the ability to like many things, then it doesn't matter what they order. Right. You can eat. Yeah. You can still eat. You're not going to be that person who's like, oh, the one pepperoni pizza is gone, and I only like pepperoni pizza, mm. and now I can't eat these other seven pizzas. I can mm-hmm. eat all those pizzas. <laughs> Whether you should is a different question. <laughs> I'm not going to eat all of them, but I have the option uh, of eating whatever pizza. I'm, I'm not going to starve. Okay. There you go. So if, if it comes down to it and it's there, it's your option, you'll have it. Yeah. I, okay. I would not 
But you're not going out of your way. I'm not going to order it mm. and pay for it. But if someone has a Hawaiian pizza there, ooh, I'll eat it. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite pizza as opposed uh, to that? Any, any type any of, pizza? I believe everyone calls it Meat Lovers. Pizza Hut really did a good job um, establishing that as a pizza. But hmm. whatever the establishment's equivalent is of that is, is usually good to go. Okay. I didn't know that they were the ones who started it. Well, it's the first one that I can remember. Hmm. And I mean, I've been around a while. It's fair. I consider At myself least. a connoisseur <laughs> of uh, fast food pizza. Okay. <laughs> If you can prove them wrong, you have a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. New York Knicks versus Dallas Cowboys. Who will win the championship first? <laughs> Let's pretend that they're playing hockey just for this uh, <laughs> example. Yes. Um, it's hard to say. They're both not going to win anytime soon. Um, the Knicks have a terrible owner, so they are probably not going to win as long as he owns the team. And the Cowboys, well... At least their questionable owner is, you know, pretty close to being done with owning. And I don't think he really, like, runs the team anymore. So I'll say the Cowboys are closer. But, okay, screw it. Let's, let's say the Cowboys will win sooner. Okay. I've, I've never been around for a Knicks victory, so I'm not sure it can actually happen. Is it bad that I didn't even know that they were a sports team? I thought that the Knicks was like a – isn't there a – College level team. You, you should have pretended that you're. My, I only call them as the New York Knickerbockers. I've never heard of this abbreviation. Oh. Knicks. <laughs> Knickknacks <laughs> is how I've always heard it. No, they're named after Knickerbockers, which I believe is type of shorts. So oh. that's. <laughs> is their mascot just like a giant pair of shorts? <laughs> no. <laughs> like the no, Fruit no. of the Loom guy or something? I mean, maybe it's the type of shorts that they wore in the early days of basketball. Basketball. I'm not sure. Oh. But I do think of things like that when people are like, oh, we need to name our mascot something tough and scary. And mm-hmm. it's like, they don't, like, no one cares. Bockers? Yeah, I guess I don't really know what a Nix is. Anyways. Anywho, well, woohoo, Cowboys. <laughs> Best of luck. Um, Since I live here now, it's like, I would prefer that they, I like when everyone around me is happy. That's, yes. That's usually good. That's true. Um, okay, well, now we can start recording. Okay. Um, and you can answer the five important questions. Good. These jokes really feel even more forced when the guest is the person who wrote them in here. So, here we go. <laughs> Thank you for reading that stiltedly, too. That made it even better. Five important questions. Five important, five important questions. questions. Five important questions. Um, all right. Question number one, Brian. What would you say is your greatest success in life? What is my greatest success in life? Well, I have to use the family answer uh, because that is the cliche here. Yes. And, you know, I, I do but it's like... it's true. I think I, that's why people I, always answer it. I, I do like my family quite a bit. Um, and then, like, there have been other moments that felt really good. Um, Did you win the they weren't necessarily related championships to me. here? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Continue. Yeah. I was going to say, I've been around some championships, but I had nothing to do with them. I was just reporting on them. Mm. But it was pretty neat because I, uh, I was an intern for the Spokane Chalk when they won the Arena Bowl. And then, like, a couple months later, my school that I was reporting on, I was working at the paper in college, and we won the national title here in Frisco. That was my first time to Texas. Oh. So I got to be on the field for 
for two national championships and did you get a ring be around some confetti i do have a spokane shock championship ring Ooh, okay show until next week bring it in (laughs) (laughs) i gotta find it it's it's kind of heavy so i can't really be wearing it around normally so heavy yeah no it's 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 okay (laughs) okay um so that's your greatest success. <laughs> Sorry, I think I got <laughs> no, off track. No, <laughs> we, we, we went with the family answer, and then there's there's some moments that are like that. Or um, when I was in the Air National Guard seeing some of my airmen win awards, and I, I write up awards packages for people, and it's like, oh, hey, I got to, I got to help people realize how cool this person is. So That's great. You've been doing a leadership course at Point of Rental. What's the best thing that you've learned? What the hell? Oh, yeah, that one was slipped in for Ross. I should have taken that one back. I off. was like, I... <laughs> I... I was in the same class, class as Ross, though. Um, I think it was mostly that a lot of other people have the same issues. I'm not alone in being uncomfortable with exercising any type of leadership. Okay. Um. I've always kind of been a just let people take care of their own stuff, but really that's not necessarily the the best way for everyone. And a lot of people, I mean myself included, do want guidance and and to have knowledge shared with them and to learn stuff. So okay. probably that. If you could tell first day at Point of Rental, Brian, one piece of advice that would lead to an even even smoother transition, what would you say? Okay, we've been going too serious, but I have so I have a good one for this one. Okay, uh, I would tell myself about the basketball court that was in the old building. Oh, because at the time we only had one car, and my wife also worked, so some days I would be getting picked up at like eight p.m. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting at my desk like the whole time. If I had known there was an entire basement that I could have mm-hmm. been playing basketball, uh, mm-hmm. watching TV, throwing darts, yeah. playing arcade games, it's like, man, there were so many months of <laughs> not knowing anything about that. Oh, no. So were you <laughs> also just like working this, till 8 p.m. or you're just hanging out? Um, a combination. I, I would be working when I had something to do and mm. and just hanging out on using the Internet, basically, whenever okay. yeah. I, I wasn't. So. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, maybe it was, it was pretty boring after like six o'clock when everyone else had left, and it's like, cool, I'm in the dark by myself. Right. Yes. Um, maybe we should talk about getting a basketball hoop, like that we can roll out or something mm. during the day while we're here. I was gonna say, I think, that, yeah, I, it office. would have to be a rollout one. Which I mean, those aren't as fun, but yeah, they don't want to have all the people from the apartments coming over and in our in our area. Mm. And, Unless we want to have challengers for like hoop fests, like have make our own hoop fest here, mm, that would be fun. I have. Then you won't have kind to drive of wanted all to the way to Washington and back every year. Well, or every I obviously every missed year? this year. I missed. Yeah. I missed. Uh, I missed the last past few years. I might be retired. I don't know. No. Well, start it back up here, and might, you can be like. The might go play one coach. more time and then retire at forty. Okay. Do you play with the same guys every time, or do you recruit yep. new ones? Usually it's at least myself and a couple brother-in-laws, and we have uh, their cousin. Um, okay. We all usually play together. Sometimes one of my brothers-in-law is not able to make it, so we just find someone for that spot. And it's been a little rotating crew. One year it was my dad. He was not 
happy, too happy about it after <laughs> after I got to do it because <laughs> they do they arrange it by height and my dad was like six seven, but at the time he was like sixty plus years old, mm-hmm. and they assigned oh, someone no. else that was like six 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 seven, mm-hmm. but he was twenty five right. and like had clearly played basketball. At some level, I feel like it was probably col- like a low-level college. He had mm-hmm. like a fair amount of skills. So he was dunking on your dad the he, whole time? He wasn't dunking, but it was <laughs> it was a case where I was guarding him, and I was like, I can't do anything with this guy. He's faster than me, taller than me, knows basketball better than I do. Mm-hmm. And then my dad's, I tried to sub my dad in for me. He's like, what do you, what do you think I'm going to do? <laughs> <laughs> you can hold your hands up higher at least. Like, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. But, yeah, so it, it's fun times. Okay, so if you're looking for anyone to practice with between now and the next hoop fest, um, if we can get a out. if we can get a hoop here, I think we do have some some real hoopers here. So okay, we can maybe get some. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to bring a pointer rental team up there some year. That would be fun. Ooh, that would be cool. Um, okay, I lost my spot. Oh, what's your most embarrassing moment as a pointer? Who? Um, I mean. I don't know if there's embarrassing. There's more. I only really remember the times where I failed, I guess, <laughs> in what I wanted to do. Uh, there was a time where we were doing a, a t-shirt design contest. Mm. And oh. <laughs> I was trying to do everything like as well as I could, communicate everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were some frustrations in that there were derivative pieces of art based off of an original piece of art. And it's like, well, I mean, I don't want to not put an idea in there just because the person who had the idea for the derivative piece of art didn't have the ability to, like, create right. it or the, the knowledge of the graphic stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I don't want to not have all the ideas in there, but it is kind of, un- I don't know. It, it, I just didn't create a bunch of ground rules, I guess. Tell people to be original. <laughs> and it was it was mostly frustrating because previous to that, I, I worked for the Portland Thunder. Um, I was their communications director for the it's an hmm. arena football team. And we had a, a contest that was decide the team name. And it infuriated me that we didn't pick at all what the choice oh, <laughs> was. Oh, really? And it's like, don't run a contest if you're not mm. going to do the if you're not going to go with whatever the contest go results are. It. And then what ended up happening with the first one I run here is like, no, we went with something that, and we eventually had to, it, it eventually began, was a situation where we could only print in one color. So all the ones that were multicolor oh, ones couldn't be elected no either. Longer. And those were the most popular ones, of course. Uh-huh. And it's like, wow, really, really just ended up completely uh, messing up this whole thing. But mm. we did end up with a, a pretty cool shirt, so. Okay. It was kind of okay. Was it the Earl shirts? No, no, no that was before my time. Oh, okay. That mm. was just before me. I did get a shirt, but that was only because there were like five left when I started. And I was like, I like free stuff. Mm-hmm. I want it. Yep. And they were like, you can have it. Um. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but apparently miscommunicating <laughs> about a contest and not choosing the winner based off of the <laughs> rules. <laughs> I forgot that this was the follow-up question <laughs> Um, is now a capital offense and you have been sentenced to death because of that. Sorry, it's been delayed <laughs> however many years now, <laughs> yeah. um, but I hope you've enjoyed the last few years. Okay. Um, it's, yeah, I, this is a very long question. Okay, what is your last meal and why? 
Uh, let's say, oh gosh. Um, I'm going to be lazy about it. Oh, no, no, I shouldn't be lazy about it. Mm-mm. There's this, oh. It's your last meal. You Yeah, exactly. Well, I was going to go for convenience and just go with like a mushroom, a mushroom Swiss from Whataburger. Mm. But A, they removed that from their menu. Rude. Oh. And B, mm. um, I remembered a bunch of pizza places back in Ithaca where I used to live. And, oh, my gosh, those things were amazing. Uh, These were not fast food pizza places? Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. They were good pizza places. Okay. I, one, I I don't remember the name of it, but I would have the cal- a calzone from this one pizza place that was just, like, right up the block. Um, I wish I could remember the name. I know I can picture it. I know exactly where it is. And I could even, if I were in the center of Ithaca, I could drive there right now. And, and pulling it up on maps. Without looking at maps. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I could find it. But anyway, they had an amazing calzone. Um, when Kara was born, she was a, a fairly large baby. She, um, but these calzones were the size of her. What? Like, as a baby. It was so good. So your wife birthed <laughs> a calzone, basically. <laughs> well, most calzones are not that size. Uh, Did I, I probably spelled it wrong. Uh, you're you're in the right area. Oh, it's it's Ned's Pizza in New York. Mm, Ned's Calzones. Yeah. All right. Their, their pizza was their pizza was pretty good, but their calzones are really the best. Um, there and was are another... these just standard like cheese, red sauce, and pepperoni, or do they have like a bunch of other things in them? Uh, I I got the ones with the meatballs and olives, mm. and they come with the regular. I mean, mozzarella and ricotta and. Good, good sauce. Okay, okay. It's, it's a good. So you want one of those? One. It's about the size of the table we're yeah. sitting at. Okay. Um, I don't think I'll have room for other stuff, <laughs> but uh, let's see. Hmm. Ooh, I should add as a side my wife's macaroni and cheese because that's really, really good. Okay. So you can see why I don't really work with Andrew's diet. That's fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, I don't know, probably some of my wife's baked goods, cookies. Let's, okay. let's go with cookies. I like cookies, cookies the most out of things. Okay. Um, do you need anything to wash this down, or are you just... Yeah, let's let's do a bunch of mojitos. I won't feel bad that they're kind of a pain to make since I'm <laughs> going to die anyway, so... Okay. So a flight of mojitos. Wait, maybe, maybe I should not have, like, a, a thing that's kind of like... I don't care about others as my last moment, just in case there's... I'm, I'm getting judged based on that instance mm. of things. Okay, that's fair. Um, anything else you want to drink? Um, do you want an appetizer or anything before all this? Throw, we'll throw some water in with water, there. Okay. Just cause, That's I mean, sometimes you need to alternate. And yeah. You don't need right. the flavor. <laughs> okay. Um, well, good information to know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I'll never have to use it, but good to know. Okay. Uh, question number five. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Hmm. I just wish I could dunk. <laughs> I, I just want a 40-inch vertical, but also for it not to hurt my knees when mm-hmm. I land because I feel like that's one thing that I noticed. Um, I've gone to some NBA games, and even just walking, watching from, like, the top level, I was seeing, like, Dirk towards the end of his career mm-hmm. and even LeBron um, a few years ago. And you just see the way those guys walk. It's like, oh, how are they able to be so athletic on the court? Because they are like oh, they're just in so they much just, pain. It looks they like. just look like they are so uncomfortable oh. walking. And it's like, I guess yeah, jumping that many times over and over and coming down 
from 40 inches of yeah. vertical is got to not be great because I have like a five tall. inch vertical yeah. and it's <laughs> mine are already a little bit sore. So, so we need to get you some moon shoes. Then you can yeah, jump th- higher and have some cushion. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, you've had them already. Okay. I mean, I've. I haven't. I've had friends that had them. Mm. I've seen them. I was okay. there when the moon shoes first came out. Mm-hmm. And they were dope. Okay, gotcha. We'll see if they have any more available on like Thank eBay you. or something for you. If you could change one thing at point of rental, what would it be? Mm-hmm. I would bring the basketball court on there, obviously. Mm. Okay. I think I said that way too quietly. Uh, I would bring out the basketball court to our new offices. I'm I'm concerned about Andrew getting levels because. I, I do tend to mumble or speak quietly normally. I think it is actually physical work to to project speak, speak at yeah. a normal voice. No, I think you've done well. What is your spirit spice? You would think that after adding this and listening to it in so <laughs> many interviews that I would have better answers for these. Um, I'll start listening to Spice Girls. There's yeah, scary spice. I, I can't do There's that joke <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm going to steal from what Kara might say her favorite spice is. Instead of ketchup, though, I will say spicy ketchup. <laughs> um, <laughs> why is that? <laughs> well, it, it kind of works with everything, <laughs> at least if you're Kara. Um, and, you know, it's just around. I, I don't it's know. got spice I, in the name. I like to just kind of blend in and, and not be a and, and be a part of a, a larger delicious burger of life. But you're still enhancing the burger of life <laughs> exactly. with the spiciness of it. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Tell me a secret about point of rental. Hmm. I don't know. I, I remember that the best secret was that secret bathroom from Yeah. The old building, yeah. Mm. But we do not have a secret bathroom over here. So there's not... That you know of. Exactly. (laughs) Because we haven't talked to Albert about over here. Um, And he's in Pennsylvania now, so we'll have to see if he... (laughs) That's where the secret bathroom is. It's just really inconvenient to go to. Uh Um, I don't know. I feel like there... If you... This is a terrible stammering. Good job, me. I do not have a good secret about point of rental. Hmm. Do you have an idea that I can leap off of and pretend that there's a good um, idea? A secret Brian knows about point of rental. Well, you do sit outside of like Wayne and Terry and Lauren's office, so is yeah, there but they have. You've noticed that other people would not necessarily know. Mm, I prefer to keep my spying on, well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've divulged too much <laughs> by the fact that I can often hear many conversations oh, that are yeah. <laughs> going on. But people, I think, have kind of caught on to that, and and they, I, I haven't heard a conversation in quite a while. They also <laughs> haven't been in the office as that, much recently. That, that is part of it, and also I think people are realizing that those walls, they do seem to let a lot of sound through, and and they try to you know keep things a little chill. Okay. So we just need to decorate I, with all these little soundproof boards in everyone's offices. I kind of want to yell and be like, I'm trying to listen to you. Please, <laughs> please speak up. I yeah. only want to listen so that I can help out and provide useful information. Right. I don't, or no useful information for stuff that's coming on. Yeah. It's not malicious. It's just yeah. curious. 
exactly. I just like knowing things. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about? I do not. I feel like I've talked entirely too much. <laughs> I think you've talked just enough. Um, well, thanks, Brian, for chatting today. It's Thank you. It's been a pleasure. It has um, been wonderful. Yeah. Well, send Brian some love this week. Send him an email. Um, maybe bring him a small figurine as a peace offering. Or cookies. Or cookies. Um, and a gif of your favorite basketball player's knees. Um, and just be epic and let him know that you care. Thanks for listening today, and we'll keep the porch light burning for you. If I find a cool bug, I'll I'll just like bring it and like secretly release it and you'll be like, oh, that's a cool bug. <laughs>